mean, yeah. like this gist thing trends. I mean, I think that's why Big Brother Niger is all over the place. Like mm. people love, you know, people love. Gist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely key there. Thank you so much. I'm definitely adopting um, the strategy. Ah, to be clear to be culturally sensitive mm -hmm. and then to be concise and also relatable. Yes. So amazing. Thank you so much for that. Thank and I, I wanted to dive deeper into how we can start to leverage technology, digital tools, social media to drive health advocacy, because I, I don't think for, for some communities would have to, of course, go there with banners and flyers, maybe because they don't have, you know, but I even feel like SMSs can work. So mm. how can we like get into this space? Because with tech, with social media, you are literally reaching the world. Yeah. So how can we, you know, leverage this these things? I'll start with some statistics. According to statistica.com or org, you know, currently we have about I think hundred and thirteen million mobile internet users in, in nigeria, nigeria. Mm -hmm. interesting mobile internet <laughs> so and uh, according to the general uh i don't know where we got that from but they say we're about 200 million nigerians right so that's that's a huge number if you ask me that's almost more than half of the population have access to mobile technology we're in the digital era so whatever it is you want to push whatever um content you want to push, whatever, advocacy, whatever it is, idea you want to push right now, you need to leverage digital media because that's where everybody is. Yeah. And then a good number of this population I just mentioned, they're on social media. Mm -hmm. So if you're not using social media, you're actually missing out. That's the truth. You're missing out. So um, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer for me when we talk about the importance of using digital technology in driving healthcare. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are there are different examples in the health tech industry. And I mean, one of them is Helium Health. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing that the last time I was a patient, I had to carry folders, you know, go from, it was, even as a medical doctor, it's very tiring having to send physical paper folders from here to here. And then you have issues of, oh, this is missing, this is missing. But now, you just finish maybe a particular test and then they tell you, don't worry, we forwarded it to your doctor. And be like, oh, wow. Really? You know, it just makes the, it makes life easier it for is. the medics, for the patients, for everyone. Okay. So digital technologies, it's, it's bridging the gap, you know, access, especially how many, how many months or how many years would it take me to be able to reach out to say 12 million people mm -hmm. to talk to them about a particular thing that would save their lives and these 12 million people there are people who need that information imagine if i was going via the traditional means of entering a bus moving from town to town they could die before i get to their community very true you know however we've done outreaches on social media on twitter for example where we did um, campaigns my ngo smile so we did the cervical cancer campaign i think the last one we had under four hours, we had a reach of over 12 million. And I was telling my people, how many communities would we have visited to reach 12 million users? You know, and of course, you know that these 12 million users are also, is a ripple effect. They are transferable. 
they are going to tell their neighbors, they're going to tell their families, oh, this is what I learned. So it's 12 million plus. So it's bridging that gap, you know, of access to information, availability, yeah. and time, because time is money. You know, it's also helping us manage funds better. I mean, we're in a world now where you can work remotely and things are happening as they should. Progress is being seen from remote working because there are systems. So I think we can apply that. We're already doing that, but we can put in more effort to leverage the, the I mean, the great number of tools, social media tools, different platforms, yeah. and then digital media tools, digital marketing tools, to reach more people with information, with advocacy, to reach our leaders. And one beautiful thing yeah. I love about my work, you know, you know, you are talking about, oh, you have many hearts, you got to this point. One of the things that has helped my career so far is social media. People know me, people that I don't know know me because of social media. Some people, I mean, I, I had, there was, I was telling my husband, oh, I was making, um, I was creating content last night and I said, okay, the reason why I want to add this thing to this, some extra information to this flyer, because my husband also designs, so he helps me out. So I was like, the reason why I want to add this particular information to this Canva design I'm making is because sometimes people just share the flyer alone. And so yeah. if I leave the, some of the very sensitive information for the caption alone, people can take me out of context, you know? So, and the reason why I did that, because recently my mom sent me something. It was a post of mine. It was forwarded many times, you know? So, it, it, yeah, luckily for me, it still had some, it still made sense, but it could easily be taken out of context, you know? So it was just a screenshot of one of my designs. I she said, ah, I saw this on our WhatsApp group. I'm like, eh, it has reached mother's WhatsApp group. You know, so that's how fast this information can travel. So we need to leverage everything we can and also have access to our leaders. Last year, I led the round table, the very first round table session for the Federal House of Assembly. You know, I moderated that. How did the Federal House of Assembly know me? Because I am always on the Amata. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. Because, yeah, because I mean, Twitter is broad, and when you tag them, they see it, or someone who knows them see it. Mm. So they they actually see the information you're pushing across. Some of our policy materials might not get to where it should be if you're giving it to secretaries to pass across yeah, for you. Yeah. But when you push the policy and get people to lend their voice on social media, and you're tagging the relevant bodies, before you know it, things are moving. You know, so why don't we leverage it? different um, sectors are leveraging social media, digital media? Why should healthcare, which cuts across every human on earth, every sector on earth? I mean, 2020 showed us that if there's no health, the world is on standstill. COVID-19 humbled everybody, very, very showed true. us how important healthcare is. So if, if every other sector is leveraging digital media, why not health? Wow. Yeah. Honestly, why not health? Why not health? Because health is literally the foundation of life. Yeah. Without health, no work, nothing, no economy. So, I mean, let's start to leverage um, on tools yeah. that can help us drive our reach, especially social, um, exactly. <laughs> social media. media. Um, so thank you so much. It's been amazing listening to you. Like, thank you. You are literally my mind is like wow. See all the things I'm sleeping on. See all the things I'm. So I want to go back and you know do better on my own path. Um. So just like you've given us so many things today, I want you to give us something else. Um. Or just explain first. I want to know why you chose Doctor Zubo ah. as a name. That's one. 
not okay <laughs> but before you answer that i just wanted to also like um give advice to people in healthcare people studying medicine like how can they i know you said a lot in this podcast but literally let's just pass a clear message how can they leverage um social media um because for you you one thing you said was that you were able to adapt like really ad, um, adapt to the whole course of medicine you were taking in the juice you were or you're taking in the oranges you were sucking it out and you know yeah. that's how you were grounded so how can i as a healthcare professional really start to use what if i'm not a social media person what if i don't know how to make videos you know okay uh firstly i'll start from the end of what you said i think one of the the greatest um self deceits my opinion is the fact that people say i'm not a social media person hmm. it's like saying i'm not an outside person i'm not an air person i'm not a food person okay but you need to eat hmm. right it's possible i'm also not a food person i eat because i need to eat it's like i feel social media has become so intertwined in our everyday lives i have a friend who is not on any social media platform but she's a whatsapp guru that's social media you can't say you're not a social media person because you're not on instagram or you're not unless you're just cut out because we people have gone from sending texts i remember when sending text messages for birthdays was a big deal <laughs> like if you don't send me a text I like you're not my friend yeah. I, I i still do it but honestly when there's whatsapp i'll just go there and send you a message on whatsapp <laughs> i'm telling you then depending I, I could still send on instagram you know and I, i'd rather give you a call if we're that close i'll give you a call but I'm trying to say that there was a time when you were happy new year messages, new month oh, yeah. messages, text messages. You know, back in the day when every, it was like a big deal, you know, for you to be using those kind of platforms. But now social media is part of our lives. If our parents are social media people, if they are WhatsApp people, nobody has an excuse. I mean, my dad can use WhatsApp comfortably. My dad. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I'm not even saying my mom. My mom is a media person, so... But I mean, a lot of our parents, grandparents are. So why are you saying you're not a social media person? You might not <laughs> like social media. You might not be so social media savvy, but you need social media if you want to advance your career mm-hmm. in almost any sector. Unless you are just like, uh, anything goes. I, don't, I just want to live a quiet life. Go to one island and leave. Put off your phone. Don't communicate with humans. That's totally acceptable. I'm all for inclusion. I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. But if you really want to advance your career, especially in medicine, you have to start learning how to leverage social media. Mm. So while you might not be the face of the social media platform, you could get people who can help you run your business on social media. If it's health, especially I'm talking about the healthcare based businesses, and this applies to every other business, you know, on social media. If you don't know how to um, use those tools, nobody learned it out of the blues. I didn't learn till today. I still take courses. I take courses, I take paid courses, I take, I have coaches, you know, that teach me how to use social media. I still learn design. I told you I was learning design last night. Nice. 
I'm still learning. The point is that people think that this thing comes naturally. Ah, uh, some people say, ah, Choma, see, you don't understand. You're a social media person. You're just good at this thing. I'm I am good, in quote, because I have applied myself. I am still applying myself. I am still learning. So if you're out there and you know you want to make um, a name for yourself or make an impact in your community, you need to apply yourself. You have to leave your comfort zone. Stop lying to yourself. Stop, you know, giving yourself the excuse of I'm not a social media person. If you're in school, you're in medical school, I always tell my mentees one thing who are medics, I always say primarily... Whatever it is you want to do, remember you need to graduate first. So it's very important that you please remember that you need to graduate first. So while you're doing every other thing you're doing, prioritize your academics. Apply yourself to your academics. Don't just read to pass exams. Absorb what you are reading. Learn. Learn. Develop your own personal techniques or ways that work for you. Don't just follow the crowd. I wasn't really the midnight reading person. You know, while some people you play during the day with people playing during the, day, in the night, you know that you're going to sleep. You love to sleep. It's not a crime. You know, just find out something that works for you. And I, one of That's the things that worked for me is tutorials, discussions. If we discuss it, I won't forget it. You know, find what works for you. Apply yourself. Then learn. As you're learning, make strong networks, relationships with your lecturers. <laughs> That's important too. With your lecturers, your professors, because you're going to need them for referrals. You're going to need them to validate you in certain rooms, in certain places, very, true. very important. So when you make these strong connections, during your spare time, create time to learn from people who are doing things, who are going the way you want to go. So if you know, oh, I want to do what Dr. Zobo is doing, follow her. If you see she's doing a class or a master class or she's talking somewhere cool. or there's something, you go, learn, apply yourself. I do that. I have people I want to be like. If I hear they are speaking somewhere, I will drag myself out. I will go there, listen to them. They might not know me. I just want to watch. How does this person talk? How does this person carry herself? How does this? It's very important, you know? So the thing is, many people want, they love the idea of a thing, but they are not ready to work hmm. for that thing. So you need to understand that you're going to work. It's not going to be easy. But just do it. And also, one of my most sought-after master classes is alternative career paths in medicine. That's something I always talk to medical students about. Medicine has evolved. It's not just about clinicals anymore. Yeah. It's not just about, uh, what's the word, um, residency anymore. So if you want to do that, that's fine. I was about to say spatulas. <laughs> exactly. So it's not about that. If you know you want to do public health, find out mentors in public health. You want to do a particular thing. I mean, health tech is just opening up. In fact, there, it's it's just only beginning. Whatever you think you are seeing right now, there's more that could come, and it could come from you. Wow. So whatever it is you want to do, please seek people. Don't talk to the wrong set of people. They say don't share your big dreams with small people. Don't talk to the wrong set of people because they never understand where you're going. So they talk you down. And talking you down can slow you down. And, I mean, speed is, is important. Very. Sometimes speed. But direction is. Direction is. But speed, too. 
you know it's important wow yeah i mean that is a this is like a whole master class <laughs> i feel like if you are listening to this podcast they've been blessed like <laughs> just go and so yeah. really um so yes why the name dr zobo and we'll be I, wrapping i was just that. saying ah thank god she has forgotten <laughs> <laughs> i do not forget <laughs> okay quick one um dr zobo because okay two things Firstly, because I love Zobo, the wow. drink Zobo, yes. So it became it became a nickname that was given to me when I was in uni. <laughs> so it wasn't Doctor Zobo was not the name; it was Zobo. They would just call me Zobo, oh. you know. So the doctor, I was just like, okay, I put it myself. And people who weren't my in my class or people who were my friends, yeah, they like on Facebook because that was where I started. They would always call me Doctor Zobo because I was a doc. I'm a doctor, so they would just say, "Ah, Doctor Zobo, you too like Zobo." And the reason was because anytime I put out any message, especially because I'm really witty with my messages, so whenever I say what I'm saying, once I drop my mic, I'll just put hashtag Sip Zobo. Like, you can go and knock your head on the wash. I'm sipping my Zobo here. You know, it's like my own way of saying drops mic. Yeah. You know, so it was like my sign out. You know, on every post I made, so. Um, people always call me Dr. Zobo at some point. I'm like, ah, this is like, it was taking over my name already. You know, it was taking over my name already. So I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, when I was going to the branding and discussing with coaches and I'm like, uh, people are already calling me this name. Then secondly, because colloquially, the term Zobo, aside being a drink, is used when um, people want to say, ah, somebody's lying or you're giving us boo ask, ah, you know, ah, boo you know, you're lying and stuff. So um, I started out uh, with my healthcare influencing and uh, education primarily to bust myths oh. around healthcare, and lies basically around healthcare. There's just a whole lot. We've not even been able to, you know, dissect half of it. So I was like, okay, so I'm the doctor that treats, you know, healthcare myths. I'm the doctor that treats healthcare Zobo. So yeah, Dr. Zobo, fine, no problem. Wow. Let's go with it. So <laughs> those are the two major things that, um, you know, went. so it's really short. It's easy to remember. Yeah, Zobo. Uh, and it was already taken over my name, as I said. So I just went with the flow. <laughs> That's how we ended up here. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that I'm leaving with that piece of information. Abby. I'll go and do thread on, on Instagram. I'll do carousel <laughs> post. Oh Why do you know... Or I, I don't have good <laughs> But like please tag me. I would like don't to know about, about Dr. Zobo. <laughs> yeah. So again, so so grateful to have you on yeah. today's show. Thank you. I've been inspired, I've been encouraged, I've been taught, learned so much, and I'm I'm very happy, you know, for everyone listening to this podcast, because I'm sure that ah, your life cannot remain the same after mm -mm. no, it cannot, it must not. If not, we're coming for you. Ah, I see right. <laughs> Should I get into rapid please? <laughs> so don't forget to drop your comments if you have questions. Um, let's know. And you be a very, very, very wicked person if you don't share this pod. Uh -uh. Mm. After you've heard all these things, you now want to keep it to yourself. No, no, no. Uh -uh. Don't be a thief. Mm. Don't, don't be a thief. Please. Divide this cake. So please share this podcast with your yeah. friends, um, in groups, wherever you are on. And yes, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.